Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. Sir Fulladred and the Dragon's Heart. This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale found all around the world. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part three, with more for you to see. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. they reached the forest on the other side of the sand. By now, Sir Fulladred was stinky, sticky, thirsty, itchy, wet, and very hot. And his whole armour was extra heavy because it was covered in sand. Sir Fulladred told the Yew Dragon, You said through the sand. You should have said through the scorching, dusty, heavy sand. Then I might have given up. The Yew Dragon said, Sorry, you told me to tell you quickly. I'll use an expanded noun phrase next time. But you didn't give up, did you? So maybe you are strong, clever and brave after all. That made Sir Fulladred smile. You know what? You're right. I am. I am strong and clever and brave. Thank you, little Yew Dragon. The Yew Dragon smiled. You're welcome. And you know what that means, Sir Fulladred added. You don't need to eat my heart anymore? The Yew Dragon asked. Sir Fulladred laughed. <laughs> don't be silly. It means I'll be even more strong, clever and brave after I've eaten your heart. I'll be the strongest, cleverest, most bravest knight in the world. The Yew Dragon gulped. Sir Fulladred had a big smile on his face as he said, So, tell me quickly, which one of these trees is your tree? The Yew Dragon pointed and said, That one. Sir Fulladred looked at the tree and his big smile went away. You said a tree. You should have said the tallest tree ever. The Yew Dragon said, Sorry, you told me to tell you quickly, I know, Sir Fulladred said sulkily. He sighed. But he had come so far, he wasn't going home now. He grabbed hold of the branches and began to climb. He heaved up the first row of branches. He heaved up the second row of branches. He heaved and snapped. His armour was too heavy from all the goo, mud and sand. The branches snapped and he fell to the ground. Don't worry, the Yew Dragon said. How about you let me out? I can climb the tree easily. 
I'll get my heart down for you. Will you? Sir Philodred said. Oh, that's very kind of you. Sir Philodred took the yew dragon out of his backpack. The yew dragon ran up the tree. And then the yew dragon looked down at Sir Philodred and laughed. <laughs> you poor knight! You really are weak, silly and fearful. Of course my heart has been inside me this whole time. Everyone keeps their heart inside their chest. And now I'm safe up this tree because you can't climb up here to catch me. Sir Fulladred began to cry a little. He is right, he said to himself. I am frail, inept and timid. I'll never be mighty, smart or courageous. I might as well just go home. So off went Sir Fulladred, dragging his heavy boots through the hot sand, the muddy river, the brambly grass... Ow and the sticky trees. As he watched Sir Fulladred go, the yew dragon began to cry a little too. Sir Fulladred was such a sorry sight. The yew dragon wished he could help. Just then, the yew dragon's tree was covered by a huge black shadow. The yew dragon looked up to see what had got in the way of the sun. It was a Demogorg dragon, one of the largest dragons in the world. It had huge wings, huge teeth, and hugely fiery breath, which was also very smelly. Everyone was scared of Demogorg dragons, even knights like Sir Lancelot. And suddenly, an idea popped into the Yew Dragon's head. Oh, great Demogorg dragon! The yew dragon cried, I'm so glad you're here. The demagogue dragon flew closer to the yew dragon. Why is that, little friend? The yew dragon said, There was a knight over here, and he was killing dragons to eat their hearts. I thought he was going to kill me too. The demagogue dragon roared angrily. How dare he! Did you get the name of this knight? The yew dragon nodded and said, Yes, his name is Sir Fulladred. The demagogue dragon flapped his wings to get higher in the sky. I will find Sir Fulladred and eat him for my dinner. The yew dragon cheered. Demagogue dragon, that will be so good of you. Sir Fulladred has already killed two demagogue dragons, so you can make everything right again. Suddenly, the demagogue dragon stopped flapping his wings and slowly came down to the yew dragon's tree. How many demagogue dragons did you say he killed? Only two, the yew dragon said. The demagogue dragon thought hard. Then he said, Well, if Sir Philodred has already killed two demagogue dragons, he probably won't be trying to kill any more dragons for a while. Why don't you let me know if he comes back, and I can maybe fight him then? The yew dragon nodded. All right then, 
Thank you, great Demagogue Dragon. The Demagogue Dragon said, You're welcome. Oh, and uh, one more thing. If Sir Fulladred does come back, you might need to send me a postcard to let me know. I've just decided I'm going on holiday for a very long time. With that, the Demagogue Dragon flew off into the sky. It flew right away from the land and never came back. But as he flew away, he asked some of the other animals, Have you seen Sir Fulladred, the knight who has killed two Demagogue Dragons? Those animals began asking other animals. Those animals asked even more animals. And some of those animals asked the people. By the time Sir Fulladred finally arrived back at the castle, everyone was talking about the knight who had killed two Demagogue Dragons. Sir Fulladred, the mighty, smart and courageous. Sir Fulladred had no idea why everyone kept saying that he had killed two Demagogue Dragons, but he decided not to ask. Instead, he was given a place at the table of the knights, and the king gave him a huge amount of money. Sir Fulladred spent that money very carefully. First, he paid for a coach to teach him how to use a sword properly. Second, he paid for a teacher to help him use his brain properly. He bought showers for all his friends in the castle kitchen, so they never had to be smelly again. After doing that, Sir Fulladred found he actually preferred to sit with them rather than the big, bullish knights like Sir Lancelot. And last of all, Sir Fulladred bought bags and bags and bags of nuts, which he carried into the forest. Now what do you think he was going to do with them? was the tale of The Dragon's Heart. Thank you ever so much for sharing it with me. We'll be back next week with a wolf's tale. That is, a tale that a wolf told me, not the hairy thing from the back of a wolf. And it's actually a story that changed the course of history. So you won't want to miss it. To make sure you don't, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast. And don't forget, if you become an epic explorer, you can enjoy every story all at once to listen to, watch me tell for you, and even have delivered to you through the post so you can read them alongside amazing pictures from incredible artists, such as Corky Paul, the illustrator for Winnie the Witch. There are two new stories every month, plus two bonus stories that only epic explorers get to see. Oh, and the stories never disappear either. You can go there and devour over 30 stories right now. To become an epic explorer, just put on your sweetest voice and ask your grown-up to sit with you as you go to fablespodcast.co.uk. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And I hope to hear your story soon. Thank you.